Rogers took away. Yes, with this. Get your money's worth. Now, like a Sunday show, huh? It is. Pelicans win 103 100 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Before we get to the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And this podcast is sponsored by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, located at 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504 523 5413 if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, got the full crew here tonight. But first off, Lito's back. We'd like to congratulate hey. you. That's good to see you. Big pop. <laughs> so we're going to start off with you, Lito. Uh, welcome back, first off. But what'd you think of um, Richardson tonight? Man, I love. I love. Let me say this: like, I I wanted Josh Richardson on this team for a long time. Uh, just not necessarily this year, but in the past, like I've I've wanted him on this team. I mean, I thought he was excellent. He he was engaged. It felt like. He'd been on this team since the beginning of the season. Like he he knew defensively where to be. He was like you said before this pod started, he was calling out stuff. He was, you know, in the past. I think he had five steals. Yeah. In the passing lanes. Steals. Like he five steals, he, two blocks. Five steals, two blocks. He he two he blocks. he he gave you, you know, added rim pressure. Uh normally, normally that's something <laughs> normally that's something only Najee does, right? As far as like the others. But he was a guy who who you know gave you that. Um, yeah, man, I, I like it. I like I like it. I like it. I thought he was a big help tonight. Five. He's uh, we'll go five and Chris. Um, five. He, he he seems to have a high IQ. You had a tweet early on in the game talking about his IQ and how he seems to just be always you know in the right place at the right time. And that's what a veteran. You know, this is what a veteran right is supposed to look like. Oh, Josh Richards almost made me cry tonight. He said a he said a flare screen. The Trey Murphy. I marked his, it down on my phone. <laughs> bro, I was like, wait, whoa, whoa. Because I was talking about this, about, you know, Cam Johnson and, uh, you know, another contributor of Boot Crew was, was saying, oh, that's a play that they run. I'm like, no, the Suns just have smart basketball players and they're just going to screen for their best shooter. And and to see, like, Josh doesn't know Trey like that. You know, like, they don't, they haven't played together before. And just to see, like, oh, no, my guy's going to go sag. So let me go screen yours and try to get a, Shot over the top, and, and it worked out for Trey. Uh, Young skipped it. Trey got in for for a layup, but you know, just to see like smart basketball plays, the the skip to Kyra in the corner. I mean, I could, there's a, there's numerous things that that Josh did tonight, even defensively. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if I'm if I'm some of the rotation guys, I'm nervous. Like, yeah, because be nervous. A hundred percent, because Chris, Chris, you were talking about how he how like we can talk to him about Dyson, right? And like how he, this is what's like Dyson can like almost supposed to be like, uh, but Richardson, he's just such a veteran. He knows where to go. He gets other people open. Um, but defensively five steals tonight. And he, and he had SGA in hell for that late, like late in that third quarter. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm, if I'm Dyson, I'm, I'm, um, I'm following Josh Richardson all, all around the facility. I mean, it just makes, it makes all the, all the sense. Uh, I think like a guy like Josh, and he, even if that's not the uh, the comp, right? I don't. Someone worse than Josh would be Dyson's floor, for example. But like, if Josh isn't the ceiling, he's like the stairs to what you would want to what Dyson can be. I think guys having someone like that on both sides of the floor that's just solid, um, and dependable, right? Like you could 
Josh has been this guy. He's added wrinkles. He's improved his game along the way, but um, he's been the same guy everywhere, right? So no matter New Orleans, Miami, Boston, New Mexico, Japan, like he's going to be the same dude. You know exactly, even if the stat sheet doesn't doesn't um, account for it, he's going to give you the same you know type of process. And I think that's big for for this team because um, you just need more more dudes in which you know um from an iq perspective from a a a, um an attack perspective you know exactly what you're going to get and especially when you got as many okc is a perfect example actually because um they got a lot of young guys trying to figure out who they are all together and you know at once and it's hard to beat good teams even moderate teams night to night when you have that josh you know he instantly raises your floor just off of iq and just experience alone along with having, I think, a universal skill set um, that any team could use. Yeah, and he, I was telling Five, uh, I think late there, late in the third quarter, last possession, he was already calling out OKC's play and telling Kyra where to go, and you know they sniffed it out and got a stop. But Ross, um, another guy who seems to be finally getting his groove back, Brandon Ingram, uh, he he was the starter tonight, uh, 34 points again. Um, I mean, the, Ross, the shot-making of Brandon Ingram <laughs> – the difficulty of this is it's it is impressive, but does he have to make it that hard on himself or should he be more assertive? I mean, he's unbelievable anyways, but I mean, what'd you see from him tonight? He looked incredible. Yeah, well, I mean, there were a couple shots he, he took in the fourth quarter where I was I wasn't real thrilled with with what had happened there. And he, he made a couple of them. I mean, then that's what guys like him do. Um, you know, they, they can make really tough shots. I thought the stuff he got in the first half. <clears throat> was a lot a lot cleaner um a lot more through the offense and and we just it's it's always been a problem kind of with with the offense i think late in games that we just bogged down i mean at one point we had three possessions in a row where we had Valanciunas hanging out in the right corner um it, it just it, it wasn't real clean stuff and look somebody's got to take those shots uh and i think that's where you sort of give guys like him the pass that you know once once the shot clock's under five six seconds it's got to go up um and so he did a good job of hitting a couple of those. I, th- I thought he played well. He seems to be getting his legs back under him. Um, and we need him. You know, look, Chris said it right before we came on. <laughs> a win is a win at this point. We, we, we'll take any. We'll take him any way we can get. So um, it was good to see him play well again. Chaz, Brandon Ingram um, shooting 40% from deep. I mean, he struggled with that last on, year. On the year? On the year. Yeah, on the year shooting 40% from deep. <laughs> did you? Would you like? Did you like him tonight? Did you not? Would Would you see from him? Because <laughs> missed thirty games. Like, uh, like, come on, man. I, I, I see. I hate stuff like that, bro. But you know what? I will say this. I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm coming in hot. You know what? I thought Josh Richardson played a great game, and I would like. He's an unrestricted free agent, and I definitely want to see Dyson follow him this offseason. Because when, <laughs> from what I saw, that went over a lot of people's heads. But from what I saw from Jalen Williams tonight, man, oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. That guy looks like an elite role player. Shout out out to Josh Richardson, though. He did, you know, pretty much, uh, I think what we all expected him to do, being a really, really good, solid player the entirety of his career. thought Brandon started off the game really well, uh, hit some big shots. Were they the best shots? No. But, hey, they went in. And at the end of the day, you, when you're the only 
like real creator out there, that's all you can really ask for. Like, you know, um, I would have liked to see us move the ball a little more, feed JV a little more. Um, but hey, you take you take any win you could get. I don't think OKC is a bad team. I, I would call this a really good victory. I thought I thought Brandon showed up tonight and um he hit all the the big shots when the team needed him to. And um he outdo I feel like he outdueled SGA when it's all when it was all said and done. I feel like he outdueled him. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Presented you by Company Burger, located at 4600 Ferret Street. Uh, Lito, what'd you think of Kyra tonight? Uh, some more productive minutes from him. I, I I thought he and Richardson, that backcourt was interesting. They had a really good run there late in the, uh, late in the third defensively, uh, where they played some pretty good defense on SGA and, and even on uh, Giddy. Um, I think I think uh, Kyra's. I mean, bro, his speed is the thing that's gonna set him over. Like he's he's just so. Yeah. He's just so much faster than everybody else on the floor, and I think when he's when he stops thinking and just starts playing, like when it becomes more more a habit than you know um, <clears throat> anything else. I thought he was good. I mean, he attacked. Um, he missed a couple layups, but you know what I'm saying like that yeah. that that happens. Um, I, I I just want him to keep being aggressive. I think if if Kyra continues to be aggressive, I think he I think he he made a three if i'm yeah you went one three tonight shooting 40 percent from midi yeah yeah yeah. and that's the thing see like that midi that floater like that that thing that jose unfortunately has over him that kyra just hasn't figured out yet is is the thing that kyra needs to add to his game especially with the speed of it like i think i think when kyra does the over dribbling i think that's where he he hurts himself because he doesn't need to do that he can literally just blow by whoever it is yeah yeah five um you know, I was just literally just about to talk about Jose's floater. That's become a, a a weapon for him, especially when you're attacking bigs and he's so good at you know creating, getting down the lane. But you know, we see him work on that all the time. But for to see him do it in the game, you know, it, it's it's pretty impressive what he's been able to do and how to like master that. I mean, he shot that. I almost said the S word. Like, he shot that from 15 <laughs> foot. Like he shot that from the yeah. foot line. Like yeah. yo, that's that's uh, like a push shot. You got to get creative when you're when, like, I mean, there was a couple times, even I think it was in the second half, I think it might have been the third quarter, where you try to get to the rim, like it was late in the shot clock and they, they were able to block it. So you kind of, being his shots, being his size, he has to be more creative when it comes to getting downhill. Um, uh, Jalen Williams, goodness gracious, the way he kind of defended Jose a couple of those possessions, man, it was kind of tough to see. But I think that's good for Jose to see, right? Like these larger defenders kind of guard him and be able to move with him. I think that's kind of where he has to get better at, being able to create more on a on a bigger defender because there's guys like, you know, same size as Jalen or, or Dyson that can kind of keep up with you. Um, and you kind of got to get past. So I think yeah. that's the next step for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Chris, what did you think of Trey tonight? You seem aggressive. I know the box score isn't, you know, like eye, you know, eye-opening, but – I, I see him being a little bit more aggressive now, especially even like, you know, he had, I think, two or three blocks tonight. He looks, I, I know defensively, there's still obviously some holes there, but that's the stuff you want to see, right? Where, I mean, where he's using his length. And I, th- I think tonight, even offensively, he goes three of 11 from the field, three of eight from deep, but still he seems to be like more of like hunting his shot. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think when you're, you know, a second year player, even then back to his rookie year, I mean, it's the balance in, in your approach, right? You know, it's just, um, learning consistently um 
just following your strengths. You know that you are a 90 plus free throw shooter on the year. Everything doesn't have to doesn't have to be a three, right? You can there's nights where it's not gonna be falling, but you still gotta shoot them, right? It's it's, it's just a balance of knowing when and where. There were times where the offense got a little ugly and there was some questionable lineups out there in regards to creation. So all right, Trey, you got a closeout coming towards you. Go ahead and get to the rim. You know, try to mix up the habit. That's great. And defensively, you know, sometimes uh there's gonna be communication, you know, efforts. And you can see that, uh, like a, a guy like Josh, Josh didn't. From what I saw, I didn't see Josh Richardson have have a single defensive breakdown for a team that's and that's and that's rare in a switch heavy scheme. That's just like you you can be a really good defender and get lost sometimes. It just it just happens. It didn't happen with Josh. He just knew right. Um, with Trey, it's obviously going to take more time, but just simply using his God given ability, some of the blocks he took a couple rebounds even out of his teammates hands just stuff like that the things that you can control um you know it matters and down this stretch playing against some mediocre bad teams young teams wherever wherever you want to rake them this is the perfect opportunity to continue building that momentum of doing some of the small things you know because yeah. i mean look man if, if brandon's playing this way cj's out there you're gonna have the shots are going to arrive it's the little things that I think matter most for guys like him. Yeah, I mean, Ross, you've talked about with Trey, it's been baby steps defensively, but you've seen him get better. He ties a career high tonight, actually, in blocks and three, and that's the stuff you wanted to see defensively. Now is he going to get lost? Of course he is. Uh, the boxing out still is not there uh, for him. He, he seems to get lost and either gets pushed off of it or he, he's not exploding. I, I don't. I, I, that drives me a little crazy, but defensively he's starting to show some some – better signs yeah look i mean he was better tonight but it's, it's hard for me to like totally wipe the slate clean because the, the last two games at home i thought he was really bad um and so i mean it's just the type of thing that happens with young players and it's why i think for a big chunk of the fourth quarter you saw josh richardson play it for all the reasons that everybody just alluded to um there's still some inconsistency there and yeah what you, what you want to see with a second year player is just improvement and i think i've said all year that i i thought Trey has improved this year from last year. Does that mean he's a finished product? Hell no, not far from it. Um, and so getting more guys like that, that, that understand what we're trying to do um, and can execute what you're trying to do. I, I think it's going to help everyone, right? Like it's going to help Dyson even when he's not playing. It's going to help guys like Trey. Um, it's going to make Herb's life a little easier on the defensive end. So, you know, it was, it was a good thing. I know we spent some time earlier, Justin, talking about just how do you paint. You know, I, I think I think that trade for me is painted in a slightly different picture after the Zion announcement, right? Um, you know, I think it was kind of covered as just basically being a salary cap thing. Uh, and then, you know, the Zion news comes out and it kind of, you know, I think if the front office knew that he was going to be out another month, this Josh Richardson deal looks a little different for me. Like it makes a whole lot more sense than just being financial in nature. So, it's going to make everyone's life a little easier, I think, um, especially the young guys over the next few weeks. Yeah. Chaz, um, they struggled. This is a problem. And I, I want to hear everyone's thoughts on this. And I don't understand why. Uh, but they struggle inbounding the ball late in games. This is not like this is a problem now. This has happened like three or four times where, one, they don't, you know, they they don't get it in. They don't know, you know, they turn it over. They have no time out. Like it, it just always seems to be a problem. And tonight, you know, I know it was a bad call. It was a hor horrific call. But Trey, first off, I thought it was a long five seconds. And it looks like Trey almost might even have a violation there. And then he just has nowhere to throw it. Uh, what are you seeing 
uh, late, in, late in games why they just struggle so much. It's an extension of a poor coaching staff. I mean, if you look at what was happening when they asked, when Jose was like, let's review it. Willie was like, we don't have a timeout. Then CJ goes over and asks Joel and AD. CJ walks to ask Joel. CJ walks. Y'all, y'all hear me? CJ on the bench. He played for the team. He walks to ask the announcers, hey, what happened? And they like, oh, y'all ain't got no timeouts. <laughs> this is live on the air, man. Like, come, like, come on, y'all, y'all on a hot mic. You said this. It's, it's just an extension of a, a dumb coaching staff. Like, it's just, they never know what's going on. Never know how many timeouts they have. It was just, it, it's just a terrible, the substitutions were all just all over the place. It was just, and the guy, they managed to get the shot off. It was just, it's just terrible, man. This coaching staff is terrible, man. That's all I got to say. Okay. Lita, what did you think, like, inbounding wise? <laughs> inbounding wise, why are they struggling? Are they not screening hard enough? Are they not, you know, popping the ball? Like, what, what, what are we missing here? Is Lito muted? Lito? Lito's muted? Bad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's like inbounding the ball just now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why that's so, I, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, you would think, especially coming, coming out of a timeout in situations where you you have an inbound pass, like you would think all all the all the eyes are dotted, all the T's are crossed, right? But not only that, like for whatever reason, in the last five minutes of the game. Like the Pelt ball movement was just stagnant, period. Like there was nothing there. Like there, there was no movement. It was it was literally that okay. She was basically playing boxes and elbows on Brandon again. Like they had nothing going. And like if it weren't for BI having God online one hitting these tough middies, like you lose that game. Yeah. You 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 lose it, right? Like, but but BI was just that's why he get you know what I'm saying that's why he gets the the max money right but like it shouldn't have come to that it, it was it was different it was other instances in the game also where I know you're asking me about inbounds but it was instances in the game where Jonas had it rolling and they gave him the ball a couple possessions and they completely went away from him. That happens a lot. I mean, Ross, did you want to say something? I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah, I do because we're <laughs> like we're focusing on the on inbounds and I understand that we. You know, we had the sideline play. We don't get, you know, we call the timeout, whatever. We come back in and we run the play. We shoot the free throws. Like the play at the end is not an inbound play. That's, that is a, that is a, a panic play by one, by a player who was not prepared for the moment. Like we make two free throws with eight seconds left to go up five, eight seconds left to go up five. We allow them to just basically roll the ball in and, and Jalen Williams sprints down the floor and dunks it a totally uncontested. Okay. And you're sitting there with five seconds now because you just gave up two free points with, for just no apparent reason. Um, and I mean, the ball runs. I just watched it again. The ball goes through the hoop, and it's it's you know people aren't even nobody's set. Like this all just happened real fast. And Trey runs and stumbles. First off, he's going so fast to try and inbound the ball, he he trips, knocks the ball a little farther away from himself, grabs it instead of doing what most uh, uh, experienced players or people you know high basketball IQ players do is what do you do? You grab it, toss, to it over, toss it over to the ref, buy yourself a few more seconds, let him give it back to you. Instead, it just grabs that thing and starts looking around in a total panic. Like that, I, I agree with Chaz that yes, coaching 
Matt, like we do things from a coaching perspective that are, are, are probably not the best things. This has nothing to do with coaching. Like this is not a play. Like, the coach has no effect on this play. Can I, can I just say quiet. this real, real quick, five? Yeah. I just wanted to say, we literally had an inbound issue against the same team the last time we played them. This literally happened against the same team. And we just had a five-second penalty in Miami. This team is dumb when it at the end of games. Go, go, go ahead, five. No, Ross, Ross, I agree with what you're saying. But, yes, this is totally on the coaching staff. This is 100%, 120% on the coaching staff. Yeah. I'll be honest, bro. Yes, yes. Yes, Trey. He Trey Trey should have one not picked up the ball. You kind of should probably look around and make <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, that's right, this not is the we, coaches though. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. Let me finish, man. Yes, Go it on. is on the coaches because if you don't know, it's their job to tell you. One, you got subbed in to shoot free throws. Then you, you being the free throw shooter, allow Jalen Williams to one have a beeline to the rim to score in three seconds. That is on you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to foul them because one, if you do, at least you have still have the advantage. If it's, it'll be a mm-hmm. two possession game if he misses one, so you then allow him to shoot a fucking dunk. Oh God, dang it! Sorry, baby. Um, um. So that that's one. That's one of my issues. Then you pick up the ball so fast, and then it's a made basket. So you have the ability to run the baseline. You don't know that. You know why I know? Because you stood in the same spot the whole time that didn't give yourself a better angle to throw a pass. Jose was initially open, so you didn't see him there. If you were able to run, which you, which you were, you just didn't know that you could. That is on the coaching staff. One, because the coaching staff should have told you you should know these situations. These are these are practices, situations, Ross. I know you're frustrated. I know you're angry. But this is, again... Again, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this is my last. This is my last. Just, just let me five go. things that were all trade, not the coaches, all of them. Every can single. I, can I? Can I finish my statement? All I'm going to say is these things continuously happen. Who else are they involved? Because these are different players. These these things are happening too. So the same the, exact the, thing happened to CJ. He didn't so who, run the baseline either. So who who's the common denominator here? Five. Do you think sense. it's five, the common denominator on. is common sense? That's what the common denominator is. Five, right, do, you, do you think they should be teaching them this, or should you come to the league knowing this? Well, well, well. Okay, let's let's that's talk a, about I'm this. I'm just, I'm just. That's a that's a question, Chris. You can answer. After. We we would we would love for everybody to be high basketball sure. IQ players coming sure. into the league, knowing everything about basketball, but they're not, and that's okay. That's what these coaches are paid to teach you. They're 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 supposed to teach you the ins and outs of basketball, right? Like that's that's kind of their job. Kind, that's in kind of like a training camp thing. Like you, yeah, you kind of like, like a training camp thing. Like you take care of this, you know, certain situations. So yeah. I, I I see both of y'all's points. Chris, did you want to get in here say anything about that? No, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but to be fair, we saw it with another professional. Yeah. Why 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 not, why no, bro? Like, do we do we not just because we teach somebody something? Just because we could we can hammer on the same point to somebody over and over again. We got these people in our life that we can remind. We can we can tell. Uh, imagine a group of sorts. People do. They panic. They make mistakes. They do whatever. I'm not saying that the coaching staff is the greatest in the world. But that possession is on trade. That's not on, like, you can't, like, I'll give an example. Like, okay, let's say second quarter, 
Josh Richardson in a play that wasn't built, it wasn't supposed to go to Josh, right? It's I forget. I think Brandon Brandon had the ball opposite opposite baseline. He throws it cross court to Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh can either attack, he can shoot. It's going like the shot clock's running down. He makes a smart decision and give the ball down to Jonas, who has who has a seal there. If he would have took the shot, would nobody been like, yo, well, why was no? He made he decided to make the right basketball and the smart play there. That was a good play by him. If you'd have did the opposite, it would have been a bad play. Like you could blame it on the players. You can blame on the coaching staff. I don't think it's one. It's ever one element in these situations because we got three or four incidents in which they had inbound in, inbound problems. Now that's all in the coaching staff. How many other games or teams do we watch religiously to know the inbound issues that they have? How many do we know to make like I, I don't I don't get that, bro. Like the players need responsibility in this as well. Trey has to get that ball in. You don't have timeouts. He panicked. It didn't it, it didn't work out. And Oklahoma City played good defense. Like. It is what it is, man. I mean, we we're hammering on points that don't have to meet an easy like an easy solution, especially on a situation where there was no timeout. You know, that's it is what it is. All I want to all I want to add to this is say when when Jonas is the advantage and we have an advantage inside and we continuously we don't give him the ball. Who does that go on? I mean, this is game after game. This isn't like a like a singular solution. Right. This is game after game. This isn't like a. A one-time occurrence. Who do we? Who are we supposed to blame that on? Who are we supposed to say, "Yo, we, we're not giving the ball to Jonas enough, or he's not getting enough touches"? I mean, AD, AD, and well, Joe in particular says this periodically. Periodically. So, who are we supposed to say this about? Is it the team? Is it the? Is it the? You know, the players on the court? Is it the coaching staff, or is it just Willie? Like, who are we supposed to tell this to? You muted, Lito. It's it's ridiculous. Like like honestly, you you every other team again, every other team in the NBA, I see hunt, hunts matchups. Right, you 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 got a guy where you have you, he's the biggest guy on the floor. Like man, make it easy, especially when you have these instances of there's there's a lack of movement or there's times where you can't get an easy bucket. He had a six six dude on him, like for the better part of the game, like. Make it make it easy on yourself. You you allowed him. I think he scored three in a row, and then four or five possessions passed. He didn't get the ball again, and then he got called for a foul. And then that was it. <laughs> like that was it. It was over after that. I I, I know Pod's question was rhetorical, and and for me, if if you want to have a conversation about coaching stuff like that, and I mean the two we always say it is too, right? Um, and so it's kind of separate issues for me. Yeah, like I, I mean, we I don't know. There's, like we don't even have to belabor at this point anymore. Like I don't. We, tonight was of all the like opportunities to just feed the big guy. Like, like what? What are we doing? I mean, I and, I, and I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sitting in here like vouching that we have the best coaching staff on earth. But I, you know, there's some instances where it just is clearly on the players, and some where. To to close this up, uh, Chaz. I don't know if you. I don't know if you can hear me, Chaz. Um, but I don't know if I can hear. I'll go to five. So to close okay. this up, I think he's like kind of frozen. Uh, so five, yeah. To, to close this up, what did you think about the Jacks minutes tonight, and why Billy keeps getting DMPs? Is, is that just moving forward? That's what's going to happen to that. Was that not kind of surprising to you tonight, or is that just me? Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get half the time. I don't get any of these rotations. 
I don't understand a lot of it. Um, but that that's just what it is. I mean, I, I don't know what you do with Jax at this point. I don't know if it's any value to you. Um, I mean, Jax had a really good game against OKC the last time. And the fact that you waited to the second half to play him, it's kind of like, all right, well, that that doesn't work. Um, I mean, hell, you don't play through your own. A lot of this stuff doesn't work. It's like you just have a combination of good talent, a, a decent talent, but you don't even you don't even use your utilize your talent. I think we it's like a they say like humans only use ten percent of their brain. The public is only using ten percent of the talent. Like we haven't we haven't. Can used, I ask you? Can I ask you a question? For yeah, go ahead. Just real quick. Were y'all surprised not to see? Because I, I know Lito just brought it up a second ago, and I was thinking of basically the whole fourth quarter. Were y'all surprised not to just see us go with like just a small, just to go small tonight, given that they were playing Kendrick, Kendrick Williams at the five? Like, That's awesome. I thought for I thought for sure at one point we would see Jose, whatever, Jose, her, BI, Trey, and Josh Richardson at one point. Yeah. And it never, I don't think it ever worked out that those were the five on the court. I could be wrong. But were y'all sort of surprised not to see that? No. I, I think you can't trust you can't trust Trey at this point as a rebounder or defender to close games. Uh, sadly, I think that's really what yeah. it boils down to. Trey can't play the five, you know. Unfortunately, Chris, were you were you surprised that Trey didn't like necessarily close the game out? I know he got in the last eighteen seconds, but are you kind of agreeing with uh, Chaz and Ross that you know you just can't trust him defensively? Um, well, I'm basing, I'm basing it off of them, them with a five with Jonas or with Larry being, um, your small ball five. It didn't make sense to me for like, if, if, if I was making a call, Jose would have been on the bench and Trey would have been, he would have been the one to close because you already have, um, an additional guard defender out there and Josh Richardson, um, to go with, to go with her for some of the different actions that they were running. But I mean, offensively, like some of that, like the clutteredness, the like actions that you were running, and which Bi had to make, you know, crazy, crazy shots just to, you know, for you to win that game. They may look a little different when, you know, I don't know. You got Herb and you got Jose out there, and what's OKC's begging to shoot? Now look, shout out to Jose. He made a few, but it's a reason he shot what 11, 12 threes tonight because OKC didn't care if he shot the ball. So yeah. if you're out there and he while Jose can organize and he's very smart, you're running the offense to BI anyway. Like I, he's the one making the decisions and a good majority of those actors put another shooter out there, put your best shooter out there and make your, and you know, make plays that way. And then on the other side of the ball, OKC, like just get what six, seven, six, eight. You can't, you don't have an advantage there with Jose. That would have been my call. Schmidt said, I saw he, he commented and said that he would have, he would have took taken her about. Okay, fine. It just felt like offensively down the stretch, you're running everything through Brandon. Put another shooter out there. They, you can't have two people on the floor that OKC is saying, all right, we'll live with it. See, uh, the uh, just to to play devil, devil's advocate, you didn't have another ball handler, right? Because, I mean, they were giving Brandon trouble bringing the ball up when he yeah. did, right? That's why he kept deferring to Jose. So I think that's your, your real issue is that you really don't have a – Real point guard, I guess. Not, not saying Jose isn't a real point guard, but it doesn't give you an advantage, right? Mm-hmm. He, he's going to have to shoot those shots because he's the only one that can dribble the ball up. And I think Brandon kind of alluded to that in his like post game, I guess after the game, kind of talk with uh, whoever that was reporting. 
Um, like, yeah, Jose got us into our offense. Yeah, because he ha- kind of had to because <laughs> you can't do it. Herb really isn't that great at it, especially against, like, really good pressure, which the Thunder were kind of applying. So I guess that's the other side of it. And I had a quick question. I'm Go sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Well, you just let Josh Richardson r- run your damn offense to start the to start the fourth quarter <laughs> and to end the third. Six or eight straight I, points. I mean, at this point, huh? That's true. Six or eight straight points. Like, I, I mean, you might as well at this point. What you got? Like, you know, they were they were begging Josh. The the, the anytime that fourth quarter, I saw four straight possessions go through Josh. Then nobody else want the basketball. Josh, figure it out. He just under the beat, bro. He he hasn't. Unpacked his suitcase yet? <laughs> they they called a set. Well, I, I remember texting on, "Hey, we should probably take a timeout for these free throws." They called a set, and Brandon had to walk Richardson through what he had to do because he had crazy, no idea. What was, I was like, "Just call a timeout. And get, just get a position." I get it though. I mean, you're right. Like, you're right. You're right from that perspective. I mean, you gotta like, yeah. I mean, he has no I clue can... what he's doing. So like, I'm like, just hey, look, draw up a play. And let him know where to go. Like, <laughs> y'all play too much. I sat there with Justin on whatever night it was, Friday, whatever night the the the, the Cavs beat the hell out of us. And Josh Richardson was sitting over there on the, the sideline, and I told Justin, if "We're gonna play like this. I know he's got. I know he got shoes in the locker room. <laughs> he ain't got it. He ain't got it. No, yeah, bro. You know, time, go put them things on. Like, what are we doing? Honestly, bro, I would moving forward. I would probably start Josh Richardson if I would bench wasn't so bad. I, I've been saying that for a while. I would start Josh Richardson at the three. Hey, but, if you're fully healthy, would you start you start him over her? Yeah, I would. At, at this point, just because, like. <laughs> you know, like let's just keep it real. You got a guy that pretty much just came off the street, and he's already your third or fourth best player. Like, come on, man. Like, this, this. Let's let's be serious Wait, here. He like, didn't come off the street. He didn't come off. Or not off the street, but I'm saying a guy one day on your team, and he's he's outperforming everyone else. Like, that's that's not the first time that's happened with this team. Like, that, that's come on, that's Chad. Though, come on, Chad, this though. player is crazy. That's tough. That's I'm tough, saying, look, all right. So, if <laughs> CJ is second best player, right? I'm talking about without Zion. So, is Josh Richardson better than Najee right now? Why are we talking about Najee? We got, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. got other players. He, 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 he either is or he isn't. Like, oh, like he either is or he isn't. Like, come on. Lead out. Close us out here. Hey, man. Um, shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Herb Jones. Shout out to Herb Jones, man. Herb had, Herb yeah, shout had out to two, Herb, bro. He had two very big plays, uh, two two defensive stands to end the game tonight. Like, he, he consecutive, like, he got a deflection on one, and he had a hell of a closeout on the on the last shot of the game. So, shout yeah, out Herb. Yeah, Lito. Um, Close out here, but uh, they have the Lakers next. Um, I was actually talking to Chaz. I said if they sweep these next three games, you'd be pretty impressed. But if they beat the Lakers, they go two and one out of these last three, heading into the All Star break. Hopefully, CJ gets healthy. Maybe Zion. We get a good up- update from Zion's hamstring. Um, I'm not saying is it a must win, but it's not a must win, obviously. But a pretty big game in Los Angeles Wednesday night um, to close out the first half. Who's that for? Uh, Lido. You you asking you saying you're asking me if it's a I'm big saying game. I, mean, I mean if they go two and one over these last three, get some momentum going in the all-star break. I feel like this is a, a very important game coming up here on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean, then you know, like it 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 doesn't look like I don't know. I mean, Brian for whatever reason has a has a vendetta against us, but uh he he takes up for AD since he can't speak for himself. I, I don't know if Brian's gonna gonna play or not, but I do think like the Lakers are better than the last time we played them, especially like with the yeah. additions of the, the players that they added. I mean, 
to be honest, Justin, I feel like every game for us moving forward is a big game. So I don't I don't think we should take any game lightly. Uh just based on the standings and the the lack of separation in 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 the Western Conference at this point. I mean, you can literally go from 10th to fourth overnight, right? So like, yeah, like you should you should play the hell out of this game. You should play it for what it's worth. And if, then if you look at it, I mean, if you play it right, you got you got the Lakers, the Raptors, I think, Orlando and New York. I don't know if that's the right order, but if you play it right, like that could be five games. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. you, you you go into March with you know, like you said, the optimism of maybe, you know, Zion's whatever, whatever. And and I just think I, I really think at this point you have to play it how you played it last year. Keep Zion out of mind, play with what you have, let's move forward with what we have, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, I listen, I agree. You know, they have the easiest schedule remaining in the NBA. So, you know. It's a it's a big one on uh big one on Wednesday. But before we get off, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Pelicans victory tonight over the Thunder. Lito, good to have you back. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of Boot Crew Media and the NBA. We will see y'all on Wednesday night.